My goodness. If y'all can be seated in heavenly places. Amen. Get things set up. Yeah. Don't go away. I like to be close to the people. Amen. Glory to God. Hey, Elder, that's your reasonable duty. And everyone else, well, most of the people was clapping. <laughs> and I love a ministry where we can um, actually uh, utilize the ministers. So pastors don't have to do everything and the teacher don't have to do everything. It's you. We're training. I'm going to show y'all in scripture today. Yeah, we're training. I got, you got like two claps. <laughs> I agree, Pastor Trainer. Man. Wow. I'll tell you. I come to feast on the word. I mean, he that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Man. I have so many things that I want us to get. It's important. That you be taught right. That means you're going to have to hear right. That means to actually hear, that means you're going to actually obey. You, you're going to understand and you're going to do. Like if I say, Fee, hand me that glass of water. She heard. You don't have to do it, but she's a Joe Billy. She's ready to do it. <laughs> but she heard. She understood. And she acted. Same thing when you read the word. You should hear, understand, and there should be a corresponding action to what you heard. You obey. That's how we, that's how we do. That's how we do God, for real. Man. Uh, we have a new grandson. My son, Delvin. They, Sean Taylor Stevenson. He's here, another man of God, speaking to his future, going to decree some things over his life, so when the snare of the enemy comes, he already got prayer over him. I've already prayed for you, Sean. Amen. All right. Okay. Ooh, that's what we need to do. Man. Okay. Man. Everybody good? Y'all examine yourself, so it should be an easy flow for the Holy Spirit now. Right? I am truly convinced as we come together as the body of Christ, a lot of times we don't know. I come to church, but what do I do? I mean, I come to church, and, and how, how do I do this thing? Why am I sitting here? What's your job? One is to grow in love. More and more. Are we? Amen. I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going to ask. I'm not even going <laughs> to The one thing you can't do, see, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. 
And a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. You are. See, I am convinced the world has not seen the true believer. They have not. I like, the, I like what Elder said there. Man, we should really understand something. That was really good. There's a lot of information in there about who we are. Man. I, wanna, I wanted to finish part two on walking with God. And it went to purity and all those things. Got to do a little... I like when he gives me something, but he also gives me a little something else to prepare you for like part two. I think I better be obedient. I think I better be obedient. And I know I, I like to connect. I just do. I really love to connect with the sheep. You know, I, I, I could just put this down and just talk to you. And to minister to you like that. I, and it be the word. Okay? I can. It's not always about preparing a message. It's what have you been experiencing? And I, and I can experience what I need to teach. I'm experiencing all week. All right, this come across my table, across my path, what this person is dealing with, and all these type of things. So, but you're going to have to be in tune. Mm-hmm. He's doing the same thing to you. He's ministering to you. What you're going to hear today. Mm-hmm. Okay. He has. He's been ministering to you. you. You just haven't been sensitive enough to hear him. Yeah? Okay. Waiting on God. Mm. Boy, I'm not going to go all into Hebrew on that today. But I am going to go to Scripture. Go to Isaiah. Hold on a second. I'm going to go. I got a few things for you. I'm going to cover it quick. All right. Let's see here. Um, Nothing like the Word. Nothing like the Word. Have y'all been around someone that just loved the word? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I come out here and I study a, a lot of times, and um, Mr. Al comes out here, and he comes out here. Pastor, what you doing? You, you, I'm going to church. That's why I, I like to study at church. I like to be here in my office. I like to study here. I like to study here. And um, we're always kicking around. <laughs> hey, Pastor, did you know this? And I'm going to say, hey, check this out. Boom, boom, we go in. But it's good fellowship. And you should have someone that you can talk about the word to. Husband and wife definitely should be talking about the word. You should be talking about the word. But if not, you should still be talking to one of your brothers or sisters about the word. Amen? Okay. Um, waiting on God, being in his presence. 
is key and it's vital. This is what a lot of us are not simply doing. And I'm going to show you. Just being in his presence. I'm going to say it again. A good tree cannot, impossible, to produce bad fruit. And a bad tree, impossible, cannot produce from the root, cannot produce good fruit. So we sit up in here. See, I'd like to teach full spectrum for right here and afar off. And a lot of times you might not think it's applicable to you at the moment. But it will be yes. because it's the word and you're, it's the word is all. Yes. Oh, the word is prophecy. Amen. It is. And when you hear it, see, this is the difference in this book versus any other book that man can write. This is God breathe. My word is spirit. So you can't handle this word. Like you handle a textbook. You can't get from a textbook what you get from the living word. I don't care who writing it. See, our approach to the word itself has to be established. The reality of my relationship with the word and the word came and dwelt amongst them and they did not receive came into his own you have an opportunity to do that every day okay so we don't give proper reverence to the word we think it's church so we sit here and our mind we have to undo some damage that's been done about how we interact with the word. Hello? See, this is still right now. still like. See, you got to tear down some things. When it comes to the word. See, we build up strongholds sitting here in the church. Of the word. Okay. Here we go. You in the word, right? Everybody in here say, I'm in the word, Pastor. Okay. Let's go to Isaiah 40. I'm going to get there. Thirty-one. Do um do do King James first. We're gonna go King James, and then we're gonna go Am. Yeah, we just, I know King James. King James got some some good things. Some just dependent. How you okay? I ain't against it, not one bit. But let's go there first. Verse thirty-one. And it so reads, 
But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Mm. Now go amplify it. Because I know y'all know that. Y'all heard that scripture? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 we read it. Okay. 31. Mm-hmm. Amplified. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, mm. look for, and hope in him, shall change and renew Stop. their strength. Stop. Stop. Go back. And I need you to read that three times. And they shall what? Shall change. Say it again. Shall change. Say it again. Shall change. All right. But those who wait for the Lord, those. See, you got everybody here, but everybody's still here not waiting. For those who wait, all right, who expect. See, this is what I was trying to teach y'all when it came to the Thessalonians. Man, it's so much there with the Thessalonians. Because that was one of their main things, that they expected God to come any minute. That's how they live their life. You live your life differently if you knew this was your last day. You wouldn't live it the same way you live in it every day. If you knew this was your last day in this existence on this plane. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't live it. You wouldn't live it reckless. It's your last day. Now, come on. Let's go back to that again. We're going to get here. But those who wait for the Lord. Who expect, look for, and hope in him. Listen to this. Shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God. As eagles mount up to the sun. Mm -hmm. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. But, but those who wait on the Lord, who expect, look, and hope in him, shall change. And, okay, I got one person that got that. They said, okay, I got it. They shall change. Just your hope in him. You shall change. And renew their strength. We read this. We don't even under. Okay, I'm going to help you. <laughs> Wait a minute. By me waiting on God and my hope in him, I shall change and renew uh-oh, my strength and power. Y'all, I'm waiting on the Lord and I prayed I'm waiting on the Lord then you come through the door you tired (laughs) 
You're not expecting anything. See, if you were really expecting him, you would change. And your strength would be renewed and your power. Hello? Hello? All right. Okay. I'm going to stay right behind here. It's dangerous out there. Amen. <laughs> One very important reason why we don't have a lot of change in the body of Christ is because we lack the presence of God. Oh, y'all just mm -mm -mm back. I got one, two, three, four pages of this. <sighs> one very important reason. See, you don't need but a scripture. Why we don't have a lot of change in the body is because we lack the presence of God. Because of, of listen, we lack the presence of God to the level we need in our daily lives, in our families, and our place of employment. We lack the very presence of God. There's no change. Teacher, I'm, I'm trying to go on in here. Hmm. We won't wait. Wait in the Hebrew. I tell you, I'll get you a little bit. It's kava. Kava. If you, for some of y'all students, that's Strong's number 06960. In case you want to go and check. See if Pastor talking what he know. That's in your strongs, okay? Kava. Go ahead, say it. Kava, wait. Kava. Some of y'all said it. Not everybody didn't say it. Don't go in your strongs now. Don't go in your strongs now. You, you, you're going ahead. Don't go in there. Just take notes. It means to wait, right? To look for. To hope. To expect, look eagerly, lie in, linger, to collect. And this is the one I really love. Wait means to bind together. Okay. Means to bind together. As we were talking about it. We're minister by elder back there. Like in your talit. Is that one out here? There we go. Bind together to wait. And these were considered his wings. The zit zit. Bind together. Y'all just think people just be wearing them because don't you understand that the 16 and 13 knots in here yes. represent the law. That's right. But even the kind of the wings that she touched the him, but it's really the zit zit, the wings of his talit. She's waiting. 
Wait means to bind. Uh, wait also means to praise. I told y'all that. No, y'all man. No, we do the opposite. We do the opposite. Mm-mm. It's like the knots in the talit or the zitzit. All tangled together. Okay. It's like also a mikvah, a baptism. There's a, you know, when you get baptized, there's like an interweaving going on in here in the presence of God. Quantum entanglement. I mean, you're, you don't understand. That's what prayer does. Binds you. Okay. I ain't getting them. I'm trying to get that. I, mean, I, I know. That, I know. She's she hungry. She's sitting on the edge of her seat. She's ready here. She's already hurt. Good God. I'm talking about the presence of God here. I'm going to say it one more time. A good tree cannot, impossible, to produce bad fruit. Okay. And then you know the antithesis of that. Okay. The bad tree cannot. Okay. A string of attributes of God or the Lord. Eternity, omnipresence, untiring strength, wisdom. He's also one who shares his strength. Not as a whim or an occasional act, but as a part of what he is. I'm talking about the presence of God here. See, we, you, you just know when somebody's been in the... You just know when someone ain't... Tired, weary... Tired, weary. Say, Hold on. It's, don't faint. I'm going to show you that one too. Hold on. See, what happens is when you let God be who he is, he imparts strength in you. Just the problem. You keep buffering him out. And you're weak. Is there any weak and feeble amongst you? I will renew my strength when I'm in the presence of God. Just real. See, you, you come in here on a Friday or two. Everybody just dragging. Got to shake the tree. See if any fruit hang on. Leaves falling all over the place. You ain't been with God. You let your circumstance take over. You be in the presence of them. This is why you're depressed. 
angry, non-productive, because you've been in the presence of your circumstance. Weary. I just made it in, Pastor. Oh. Just made it in. When you let God be who he wants to be, he imparts strength into you. With your tired self. Why does it seem like he's occasionally we get his strength? Because we are occasionally in his presence. No, that weight on God shall be changed. Renewed. Okay, minister, we're going to get there. Hold on. Oh, hey. You never. Listen to this. You never come into the presence of God and you don't change. It's impossible. That narrative does not exist. There's no way that you can be in the presence of God and you never change. There's no way. No way. So you have to really think about it. Have I been in the presence of God? I like what I'm saying. Was I really taking this the right way? Let a man examine himself. Have I really been in his presence? Because being in his presence means that there's change. And I'm renewed. And my strength. And I don't get tired. I mean, have I really been in his presence? One thing about it, you will be accountable for what you've heard. How do I get there back? Okay, I don't know. There's no way that you stay the same. There's no way in the presence of God. And guess what? You are the only one who can change that equation. No one else can. No one else can. No one else can change that equation. No one. No book. No one. You do. Those that move in the kingdom must discover the flow, or how to wait upon the Lord. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Those that move in the kingdom must discover how to wait upon the Lord to be continually infused with his strength. I, I didn't say occasionally. I said continually in his presence, to be infused with his strength. Maybe some of y'all have never actually cast a demon out or actually really been in this dark realm. And you will find out how the, you can get drained. 
That's why you don't go do this by yourself. Amen. You sure don't. Because there's a, there's a, I love it. See, his words are charged. It's an enemy charged words too. All these demonic books and all these things, they charge. I know. <laughs> hey, B. So is foods. I know y'all don't want to hear about y'all pork. I know you don't want to hear. I know y'all want to hear. Look at you. Look at God. What God is cleansed, He cleans it all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you want to be careful of little parasites that be in there. Your body digests the food so fast. Listen, that the, you, the only you, you don't get any nutrition. You only get the calories. You don't get no nutritional benefit from it. Amen. Hello. I know. They just built that one over there by primitive that pork something. I mean, barbecue pit something. I don't know. I know. They don't want to hear that. They got to get people in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all know the enemy used that in rituals. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he used that. He used that. Not the fact that you can't pray over it. I'm not telling you. What I am telling you is that your body wasn't really meant to design to digest it. Hello? I know coming for some of y'all with the bacon on top of the donuts and all that. Let a man work out his own salvation. Don't get me to pray and you just continue to eat it. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I know. I know. I got to. Yeah, she said one thing at a time. Pastor, you bombard me. Hold on. Hold on. Just the fact that just the fact that the enemy uses in dark rituals, just the fact that the enemy uses in dark rituals is enough for me. OK. There might be a reason why he said. But don't do it for some cultish reasons. I'm bringing some balance in here. You have no understanding. None. None. It's just a fact. I mean, it's just like grass. Your body was never designed to eat grass. But folks got wheat grass and all that. Your body was never designed to eat grass. When a dog gets sick, what do the dog do? And do what? All right. See, he just teaches away everything. It's applicable. So y'all get everything at Walker Ministry. Y'all get health and nutrition. <laughs> y'all get engineering. Y'all get science. Y'all get everything. You get you get uh, you get pharmacy, medicine. You get all this stuff. You get learn. You get to learn everything at Walker Ministry. I'm gonna sit here and just teach you on faith. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna teach you how faith works. Amen. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Balance. And, and what gets me, people say, uh, this is balance, but they don't know what balance really is. Okay. All right. Yeah, we, don't, we don't know. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> what we need to do is we, this is something, this is something that church has forgotten to do. They forgot to understand how to be alone with God. 
Mm -mm. That's why I like to come and study here. That's right. We've got how to be alone with the Almighty. The presence of God should be our lifestyle. Hello, not just Sunday, Tuesday, and every other Friday. It should be your lifestyle, how you think. Am I moving some things out the way? Okay. I'm going to say that again. The presence of God should be our lifestyle. Should no one tell you what to do? It's time to worship. Okay. Go to, let's go back to the word, so y'all don't think pastor is veering off too, too far. Hold on. Oh, I'm going to get this thing. Uh, here we go. Go to Genesis. And complete Jewish. Hmm. Presence of God. Hold on. Uh, complete Jewish. Genesis chapter 3. <laughs> Verse 8. All right. So reads. They heard the voice of Adonai, God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. So the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Adonai, God, among the trees in the garden. Mm. Adonai, God, called to the man, where are you? Verse 10, he answered, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Stop. See, there's a part of your DNA that yearns for the presence of God. You're designed for that. Mm. Did y'all hear that? We're going to break it down. Hold on. Your DNA yearns to be in the presence of God. You are designed that way for fellowship. You're designed for fellowship. Okay. It's not good that man is alone. You're designed for fellowship. Okay. All right. With God and others. You're designed for that. That's why you, you, if you love, you love the, you just love to be with people sometimes. You're designed for that. It's okay. It's okay. Don't pervert it though, but it's okay. Right. See, that's the balance. You got to bring it in. You're designed that way. You're not designed to be just you. You're designed for fellowship. That's why husband and wife got to fellowship. All right. And you like the fellowship of others. Now, there's something in us. Uh-oh. That makes us want to hide ourselves from the presence of God. Or it's something in you. 
Woo! Hold on. Oh, we're going somewhere now. There's something inside of us that, and, and, and look what he said. He hid himself. After. Okay. Woo! Hold on. Hold on. Where are we going to go here? He hid himself. Or oh, there's something in you that wants to hide from the presence of God. Come on, y'all. There's something in you that wants to hide from the presence of God. It's the fall. That's in every one of you. And that part of you wants to hide from God. Okay. Just like Adam and Eve or Hava. That's in verse 8, right? All right. And in verse 8, it is the sound, not the voice that they first heard. Go back to it. Yeah. Do amplify it. Yes. Verse 8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they heard the sound oh, of the Lord God. They heard the sound of the Lord God. Okay. What is that? Now we know his voice, but they said they heard the sound. And that sound, that first sound that they heard, with that impulse to hide from the presence of God, literally they hid from his face. Okay, I'm talking about the presence of God. I mean, do you think he didn't see God? He hadn't sinned. So he could see God. Right? He knew what God looked like. Was it Jesus walking through? He, he hadn't fell yet, right? So he knew. He, 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 okay. He'd been in the presence of God. He'd seen him. He knew him. He knew this. That's him walking. I've, I got to hide myself now. There's something in me now that is awakened. Who told you you were naked? Who told you you could see that? Okay. Y'all been in the presence of God? Okay. That literally meant face to face. They heard God coming, as he always did. So they literally hid from God, from the face of God. Okay, y'all don't think so. Go to Numbers. 
Don't work the word. Come on, let's work this thing. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Dang. Okay. Come on, work this thing. Go to go to numbers. Something's wrong. I've been robbed. Time. Come on. Go to number six. Twenty-four. Amplified. Okay. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Amen. Verse 24, the Lord bless you and watch, guard, and keep you. The Lord make his face. There he goes. His face. To shine upon and enlighten you and be gracious, Mm. kind, merciful, and giving favor to you. The Lord lift up his approving countenance upon you and give you peace, tranquility of heart. And life continually. This is in the presence of God. This is what he was saying. When you don't sin, you're in the presence of God. You get to see his face. See, this is what we don't really understand. So everything flows when, you, when God is looking on you. He don't have to turn his back. Okay. Everything flows when God is looking on you. So our sin has made him turn his face. This is why that prayer is telling you that you may shine your countenance upon you. In his presence, see everything that you need. See, you've just not been in his presence. Because you're, you're not changed. It's still the same. Oh, okay. It's a blessing when you're in the presence of God. When you repent, you get to see him in his face. Now you're face to face when you repent. Okay. All right, teacher. Here we go. So our sin has made him turn his face from us. Oh, he has hid his face from us. That's what he was saying. Please don't do it. Please don't take your Holy Spirit from me, as uh, David would say. Okay, his presence. Please don't take your presence from me. Amen. Okay, see y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all don't know what y'all got. Our sinful nature runs from the face of God. But a redeemed spirit runs to the face of God. Amen. Hello? Amen. Did y'all hear that? Our sinful nature runs from God. But a redeemed spirit runs to God. Okay. Abraham had a face-to-face relationship with God. Mm. I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Change his whole life. See, the presence of God changed his whole life, changed yours. That one man decision changed your life. Okay, y'all just don't get it, do you? Okay. He's the father of? All right, here we go. Maybe y'all going to get that. I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Change his whole life because he was in the presence of God. He could hear from God. He got direction from God. Uh Oh, Moses did what he did. But he became he also spoke to God face to face as a man speaks to a friend. This is what he did. This is what he face to face. See, y'all got to understand that the presence of God, you're going to 
be in his presence. You're going to be in his face. This is how he talks to you. He said, I talk to you. He said, I talk to him face to face. And speak to him as a friend. There we go again. That's the presence of God. Uh Uh-oh. There is a knowledge that shines in the face of God. Go to 2 Corinthians. Come on, we're going to work the word here. Go to... Y'all think it ain't in there? I cannot show, I'm going to show y'all it's in there. Talking about his face, talking about his presence, right? Okay. Amplified. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. Let's look. As I said, there is a knowledge that shines in the face of God. Yes. Yes, Lord. Come on, read it. Verse 6. For God, for God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts mm. so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of the knowledge of mm. the majesty Ooh. and glory of God. As it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ, Christ. the Messiah. There's a knowledge. Oh, see, we don't even understand that. There's a knowledge that, 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 that when you behold his face, he just told you that right there in the scripture. But you have to behold his face for that knowledge. Y'all get this? Yes, okay, sir. we're going to keep this thing moving because I think I'm on the loss here, not on that one. Okay, here we go. So when you pray, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, that's right. So when you pray, you're seeking his face. Amen. When you pray, you're seeking his presence. Okay, y'all, we don't get it. Okay, okay. See, this one, okay, hold on. Nah, so we want to still hide from the presence of God. Mm. I mean, not to always pray. So what is he really saying? I mean, not to always be in his presence. See, this is what we don't, see, we, we miss it. You have no excuse, but you ain't been this present, so there's no change. You won't love to pray. Tear the door down. It's Tuesday. I get to pray with the fellow believers. Now, I can pray at home, but no, we get to come together tonight. Now, I can entreat God. Not for my concerns, but the world concerns. No, nah, we, we, ain't, we ain't ready. I mean, not to always. No, we still want to hide from the presence of God. We won't worship him. We won't entertain it. Shouldn't have to be a song played. Shouldn't have to be a drum hit. Shouldn't have to be a tap on the cymbal. Shouldn't be anything. For the presence of God. I don't get in the presence of God because of what you play. I get in the presence of God because of the time that I spent with him. Mm-mm, no, we ain't. We're not. See, how we, see how we think? I got to have a, a song. No, that's your soul. Not your spirit. 
That part of me is designed, of my deed, is designed to fellowship with God. What we won't do is tap into that. Okay. All right. Okay. You leave it? Okay. You're missing the best part. You don't really need music to worship God. Mm-mm-mm. My goodness. She's going to miss the good stuff. We're going to go on anyway. We really just need his presence. We were created to seek his face. To be in his presence. Can y'all hear that? We were created. See, just when you say stuff like this, people just like, what are you talking about, Pastor? Really? I thought I was created for my job. I thought I was created for my husband. I thought I was created for my kids. I thought I was created for my job. All this stuff. No, you were created to be in the presence of in the face of God. Amen. Y'all hear me? Amen. How come we don't act like this? See, what we don't get, and this is this will help everybody here. His presence is what gives us our strength. Amen. See, I told you she's gonna miss it. Y'all want me to just wait for? <laughs> Listen to this. His presence is what gives us our strength. You're never going to move beyond where you are without his presence. This is the problem. This is why you feel stagnant. This is why you feel like you want to go to sleep right now. How dare you go to sleep on the word of God? See? Presence. This is why we're never going beyond where we are because of his presence. No man can bring it to you. No minister, no pastor, and no teacher. It's something that you simply have to do. Okay. All right. Let me go in here. They ain't ready him. They ain't ready. I teach, I told them my presence is what gives us our strength. Okay. And no man can do it. No pastor, no teacher. Okay. That's something that you have to do. Uh-huh. Go to Mark chapter 6. We moving in this word today. Mm-hmm. Give me some time. Okay. Mark chapter 6, verse 30. Complete Jewish. And 30 and 31. So reads. Those who had been sent out rejoined Yeshua and reported to him all they had done and taught. There were so many people coming and going that they couldn't even take time to eat. So he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a place where we can be alone Mm. and you can get some rest. I know, boy, did y'all catch that? I know you've been doing the work of the ministry. I know you've been doing, but okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. 
He's talking to his, he's talking to his Telmedin. Okay, y'all catch that. He's talking to his Telmedin. That's just plural in the Hebrew for, for disciples. Telmedin. And Telmedin, just to get you in here to let you know, Telmedin means that you are devoted to Yeshua. Fixated. I call you my Telmedin. You are my devoted ones. You're fixated on Yeshua. Did y'all hear that? Oh, I don't know if you did or not. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Amen. Disciples or Talmudian ministers. The, the, listen, they said the, they, they returned from their mission and reported to Jesus. They reported two things. What they had done and what they had taught. How did they live and what they had? Um, hold on. Let me see. I get my spot right here. I'm going so fast. <laughs> here we go. They had reported two things. What they had done and what they had taught. And they, how they lived and what they had taught were, were very both vital to the interests of Jesus. He had given them, listen, precise instruction in both of these areas, how to live and how, what to teach. Okay? They reported, their report would reveal their obedience to him. Okay. Ooh, y'all hold on. Their report revealed their, their obedience to him. The degree of their commitment and effectiveness of each disciple. Jesus needed to know for the salvation of the world depended on their lives and their teaching. He was soon to leave all of that in their hands. See, this is why it's so important of what you're being taught. And when you go out to teach. Okay. But you can't go out just to teach. You got to go out. He said, I taught them how to live and teach. Hello? So you can't just teach and live the way you want to live. And then you can't just live and then don't teach what he said teach. That's what most pastors are doing, just teaching what they want to teach. So he's sending us, teacher and I, out. Okay. So we have to live a certain way, and then we got to report back to him. That's in prayer. Okay. You too. Okay. Y'all didn't understand. The report revealed their obedience to him. The report revealed their obedience. And the degree of the commitment and effectiveness of each Talmudin. Jesus needed to know. For the salvation of the world depended on their lives and their teaching. So you got pastors, you got a lot of people just teaching and doing everything, but they're not living. Okay, hold on. Why did Jesus pray? Why did Jesus pray? It's real simple. Set the example for us. I know y'all were looking for some Hebrew and some Greek. Strong's number. But he was teaching us by example. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Funny how. 
It's something with praying in the garden. It's funny how Adam fell in the garden. But Jesus prayed in the garden. With trees and everything. Y'all know in dreams, trees represent leadership. Okay, hold on. Okay. All right. I'm going to say this for... I'm going to say this for another, another teaching. I'm going to say this for another teaching, but I try to be prepared at all times. Y'all hold on here. Hold on. And y'all know that was Gethsemane that he prayed in. Okay? Gethsemane meant, you know what that means? It means all press. Oil press. Gethsemane. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to hurry up fast as I can. Okay. That's what it means. There are four gardens in the Bible. The Garden of Eden. The Garden of Gethsemane. The Garden of Golgotha. And the Garden of God. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Which garden are you in? Oh, Lord. The garden of Eden represents what? Sin. Oh. Gethsemane represents the garden of suffering. Woo! Which garden are y'all in? Woo! Which garden are y'all in? Come on now. Golgotha is the garden of victory. Which garden are you in? That's what it represents. And paradise, the garden of eternal life, that's God's. Ooh. Kid, y'all, did y'all hear that? The word paradise also means garden of delight. The book of Revelation, you'll see the tree of life that's in a garden. Y'all ain't ready. That's God's garden. That, that's just a side note. We'll go back to that later. Just wanted to let you know. Good God. I'll break them down. But which garden are you in? You need to ask yourself that. Oil press. The anointing. Cost you something. There's going to be pressure to walk in this anointing. See, we want it just, we don't want to suffer. That's what Gethsemane, that's where he was. That's where the sin ended up in, in the garden. Good God Almighty. Woo, we almost there. Almost there. All right. Come on now. I love, I love that. I received that. Come on. Woo. <laughs> when you spend time with God, you get charged up. See, this is, what, this is why people just, just tired. Because you're not spending time. You get charged up when you spend time with God. To do the ministry of Jesus. See, this is why you ain't casting out no devil. This is why you ain't healing no sick. Because you ain't been in the presence of God. You're not going to get that without being out in the presence of God. See, the presence of God is a sacrifice. Or the presence of God take you from what you want to do. From your own personal purpose. And not God's. That's why we won't, we won't do it. We will not do it. Woo! Acts 
chapter 4. Come on, we're almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. We did communion. You, you shouldn't be nothing you need to pray about right in the moment. You should be ready to go. I've already been forgiven. I've repented of my sins. Take the offering up and then you can go home. What you need prayer for now? After communion? Oh, you didn't discern the body. After communion? Okay, here we go. That's why ain't no casting out. That's why there's nothing going on because the body of Christ is not in the presence of God. Why you tired? I mean, for real? Okay, hold on. Let me. What somebody say back there? What? Who said something back there? Okay. Doctor Carolyn said, "Amen." You better say that. You better say that. Amen. Thank you. You can tell when somebody's in the presence of God. They have so much joy. Amen. Always happy and excited. Now, I see uh, Dr. Carlin coming here to press. We got to talk. We got to talk, and I ain't seen it yet. Older than all of us, got more energy than all of us. Louder than all of us. Oh, she got more than, okay. Y'all keep playing around. Don't you change. Change. If you change, change only for the better. Amen. Change only for the better. Okay. All right. Let's go here. Uh, let's do this real quick here. Uh, go to Acts chapter 4, 13 Amplified. <laughs> now, when they saw the boldness and unfettered eloquence of Peter and John, Kaffa and Yokadan, go ahead. And perceived that they were unlearned and untrained in the schools. Common men with no educational advantages, they marveled and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Okay. All right. Okay. Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear where they been. Hold up. Hold on. Come on. Let's go back. Let's go back there. Take that thing from 13. Uh -huh. Now, when they saw. Listen to that. When they saw. Mm -hmm. The boldness. Oh. And unfettered eloquence. Oh, okay. Of Peter and John. And perceived that they were unlearned they, and untrained in the school. They knew them. They knew them. Okay, they knew they won't. But go ahead and continue reading. Common men with no educational Education. advantages, they marveled and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Ooh. See, that's what's wrong. You ain't been with Jesus. I don't have, I don't know all this, but just being in his presence, you look intellectual. You don't sound like the common man. You know all things. See, we don't get it just by being in the presence of God. Hallelujah. It didn't say they went to seminary. That's 
said, now when they saw the boldness. Oh, and uh, listen, and what? Unfettered. Unfettered. It's something different about a person that's been in the presence of God. You seem eloquent now. Intelligent. Slow to speak. Listen to this. Peter and John gave evidence that they had been with Jesus. That's why he told them, come on, y'all been out doing the mission? Come on and still away with me for a little while. See, this is what we won't do. He said, then rest. And I taught y'all what rest means. Okay, we're going to go back in there. I'll renew you, but I won't do it right now. Peter and John gave evidence that they had been with Jesus. This is a striking fact right here. It was the boldness and the power of Kapha. Or Kapha. And John. That caused the rulers to recognize them. The rulers had witnessed the same boldness and power uh-oh, in Jesus. And now it was boldness and power that identified those men as having been with Jesus. Okay. See, you you can't stay the same and be in the presence of God. You can't be timid and be in the presence of God. You can't just be cussing and then you don't change your language in the presence of God. Scripture right there telling you. See, this is what you just. You can just. No, just put the mirror up in front of you. Don't look at nobody else. Mm -mm. That's what you need to do. Just put that mirror up. See, you can't lie to yourself. You deceive. See, that's what we won't do. Woo! They knew that they've been in the presence. They knew you've been with Jesus. Because you don't talk the same. You're bold now. You're confident. You're not the same person. Because you've been with Jesus, the presence of God. So I told you you're going to change. Soon as you get that deception out of you. Ooh. Note this other fact. The boldness and power was not due to their education and learning. See, that removes your excuse out of the way. All right now. Ooh. Renee, is it coming forth? Come on now. See, you can, you, you, see, when a person just comes in and they're hungry and they've been fed a lot of stuff, you can tell when they're really ready for something, how they receive. They're in the presence of God here. You're supposed to have the presence of God here. That's supposed to be changed in you. Here. Okay. All right. All right. So you can't get it home. We're going to come here. You're going to get Okay. It should be the same when you leave here. That's right. That's right. That's your old dude. I, I, I got to push him as soon as I take the, the pampers or the, the off. All right. There you go. 
Oh, my God. I love it. Look, I love it. Oh, another fact, as I said, the boldness and power were due. It's not due to their education or learning. It was due to them having been with Jesus, just being with them, just being with the word. See, that's what we just being with the word. There you go. She's gone. Just being with the word. Just being with the word, you got power and strength. Go on out there run. Glory to God. See, y'all, see, they're looking for all these other things and just being in his presence. I can't get to study to be quiet yet. I, I got to get you into his presence. Lord God, go on in there. Help them out. It was not due. Listen, it was due to their having been with Jesus. The clear evidence that a person has been with Jesus is boldness and power. Power to witness. Then as you witness, there's going to be a power demonstration. You need healing in your body right now. See, we, the gospel is evidence. We don't get it, teacher. Almost done. All right. See, this is our problem. You can have all the knowledge, head knowledge that you want. You can, you can have all the Greek and Hebrew all you want. You can have all the books that you want. Because we got a lot of books. You can go to any conference that you want. Oh, I know I'm going for the conference. Yes, I am. You can go to any of them you want. Okay? Have all the knowledge. It's good. But if you don't have time spent with him, that brings the power, okay, you're just a clangy sounding symbol, a bunch of noise. You have every lexicon you want, every commentary that you want. None of that. If you have not been in the presence of God. See, he can't, he can't actually enhance that. You have to be in the presence of God. Okay. See, you have to be in there because it brings that power and that divine wisdom. The presence of God. See, in prayer is where God begins to open up the mysteries of the universe in prayer. You don't think that's applicable to you, but it is. Just like when you sin, it changes the very cosmo that you're in. Okay. This is why I told you, this is why you see the Bible talks about that. You can go to other books, they'll tell you all about it. That this is why you see mass numbers of fish just dying. See, our sin affects the earth, the cosmos. There will be signs in the heavens. Y'all ain't ready. I'm trying to prepare y'all for what's coming. You, I got I to gotta really show you what real strong faith is. So, you know, if we get hit with a CME, 
That's a coronal mass ejection from the sun that will affect and fry every, it's an EMP that will fry every electronic thing here on earth. Your big whole sanctuary, you, where is your prayer life? What would you, how would you, what would you do? Because you need, you, you need the smoke machine and the van back there to get in the presence of God. You need the lights and all that to get in the presence of God. Mm. That you will never see. But you'll need that because you, you won't know. You won't know. It's, it's true. See, people need, I, I can't get in unless I hear Hillsong. I can't get in. I need to hear that so I can get in now. That's not, you're not in. That's why there's no change. This is how you get in when you bend and you shama and go down to God. That's how you get in. That's how you get in. Y'all think is it? Yeah. I'm not coming against the music. I love it. It's God sent it here. But what he's trying to tell you, if you don't have it, you should have a melody in your heart. Okay. Oh, this is another one right here. This is for intercessory prayer. The enemy knows if you've been in the presence of God. He knows if you've been in the presence of God. Because you ain't casting out no demons. There ain't no miracles. There ain't nothing following you. And these signs shall follow them that believe. He knows if you've been in the presence of God too. Y'all hear that? Man, he don't care about you speaking Greek and Hebrew. He really don't. But we think so. Mm -mm. But what he does fear. What he does fear is your faith. What he does fear is this. Now I got somebody speaking by faith now. Not by, oh no, 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 not the fake one. No, I got somebody who really believes. See, tongues is belief. Because you can mimic tongues. But when a person believes God, see, I believe now. That's what he don't, that's what he fears, is that I believe God, that I am speaking. That's what he's afraid of. That's what he is afraid of, is that I believe. Woo! <sighs> Okay. 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 See, that's what he's afraid of. And that's why you won't pray in the spirit. If you don't pray in the spirit, you need to hurry up and get praying in the spirit by faith. I didn't say by imitation. I said by faith. See, that's the difference. He knows if you believe. No. You got a lot of people praying in tongues and they don't believe. Because you're not in the presence of God because you ain't changed. Still doing the same thing over and over and over again. See, he feels the true believer. The true tongues. That's what he, that's what he knows. Okay. 
Last thing. Last thing, teacher. God, give me a second. Second, give me a second. Give me a second. Just give me a second. One more. Go to Luke. Uh, King James. I want to show you something. Go to Luke 18. King James. 18.1. You got it? And so reads, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray. Mm. And not to faint. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> and he spake a parable. Unto this end. <laughs> that men are to always pray. I'm going to give you the answer before you get the parable. But you go ahead and read the parable. But I'm giving you the answer right now. I speak a parable until this end. <laughs> that men are to always pray. Now go ahead and read, because that's going to be the unjust judge. But go ahead. But he said, I'm going to tell you already that men are to always pray. Always be in the presence of God. It's just, it's, oh, God. This is why it's so important. Men are to pray without ceasing. Oh, last scripture. I promise you, the last scripture. She's going to give me. I'm ready to pay the price, though. <laughs> she loved me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, I ain't doing no off talk. Why? Why we need to do one? Y'all need all to call? Y'all need, who need to come up for prayer? Hey, raise your hands right now. I will pray for you. I'm in agreement <laughs> with what you need. Okay. Okay. You better receive it. You need your healing? Receive your healing. He said, many of us are sick and feeble because we eat damnation to our own self, not discerning the body. So, see, something got to start with you. Need prayer. Start with you. All right. Mm. Okay. I think I hit it. I'm... Uh, I think I, oh, I think I might have done it. Okay. Okay. Last scripture. Matthew 28, complete Jewish. Ready? 19. And I'm going to close my thing up. Yep. Ready? So reads, Therefore go and make people from all nations into Talmudim. Oh, disciples. Immersing them into the reality of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh. Stop. Therefore, go and make what? Talmudines out of all nations. Yeah. 
immersing them into the reality. Oh, baptize. This is what we don't want. Hold on, hold on. B. <laughs> immersing them, baptizing. That's what immersing means. In the reality of the Father. In the reality of the Son. In the reality of the Ruach HaKadosh, of the Spirit. In the reality. When you get baptized, you baptize into the a new reality. A new plane of existence. Amen. A new reality. It's not this same reality. Amen. See, that's that commingling. Okay. And the reality. You got to miss. You got to see that. That you're now baptized into a reality. Of God. The Father. The Son. And the Ruach Kadesh. Now live your life now. In that reality. Oh, it's this. I know. I know. I'm. I. She's gonna make me quit, so I gotta quit. Oh. Oh, teacher, do that. Do something for you. See how reality. How was? Who was you baptized? Name under. See, we get so fixated. We get so fixated on the name, and none of you really believe. In the reality of the Father, the Son, and the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. That should be now your reality. I don't think, it's like, I don't know if we really See, we're just really worried about the name. And the name, when we do this, the name brings division. Instead of the reality that you live in. You're in him now. You're in the world, but you're not of it. I'm in him as, you, as he is, so are we. He's in heaven. Okay. When I get to heaven, okay. So your existence, your, the reality is that you're still earthbound. This is where all your circumstance and your situation ooh, and your flesh is. Come on, teacher. I'm, I'm really, we got to really get this. See, you, I don't want to just spoon feed you, you know, some oatmeal. Something soft that you can just easily digest. I'm going to give you, Paul said, some meat. Hey, teacher. You let me stay a little longer next time I want to study at night. This is so heavy. This is an awesome word. Give God reverence for the word. It is so rich and it's priceless. There's no price you can put on the word of God. Pastor, where you at? I mean, you, I need you to stand beside me. I'm right here. I need, I need you near me. I'm right here. Glory to God. <laughs> y'all know she be talking. We be talking to each other right y'all. Like. I mean, from the time that the minstrels were playing and the psalmist was singing about really true faith. And this have, your worship have to be real. And it, it just tied into the message itself 
and really being baptized in your reality. Because this is the struggle, this is the fight of the dual realities. Thank you. That you're in this world, but you're not of this world. This is the great struggle of the believer, which shouldn't be. And so, uh, as Pastor was teaching, you know, um, Isaiah 40, 31, is that it says, wait upon the Lord. And the waiting is, this scripture has been taught to us, you know, in a way to where we didn't grasp it and we didn't have the reality of it. It's like this. Because, you know, we can quote it, but we don't know how to wait. Mm -mm. And what is waiting? So I'm asking God really, you know, and, and with all the words, because for you to wait for something means that you believe that it's coming. That's right. That's what the Thessalonians believe. So you're not just waiting. You believe that it's coming. See, but we don't believe that something is coming. We don't believe the salvation of the Lord. We don't believe our deliverance is coming. It says wait, expect. You know there's a knowing, and you're checking. You're not looking at your, your watch, but you're looking. He said, lay in. And there is a knowing, and there's a high expectancy of what's coming. The binding. See, ah, you don't, God. you see, there is a bond because the there's a connection together. with what is coming. That's right. You have a Ooh. connection with your God, and you know that he is coming. So wait upon the Lord. What is, first of all, how do I wait? By faith. This is why my faith must be true. My faith must be tried. My faith must be tested. See, but we are not enduring the test. This is why God, when you, when you think you have waited and you don't see, it's because you've been trying to see with your eyes. Hope. And you have now have really have dismantled your true faith of seeing because faith allows you to see. It allows you to see what you've been waiting for. That's right. See, but you have your own. Thank you, Minister, for asking me that this morning. Between I was walking up the step, and he said, Teacher, do you think belief? And faith is the same thing. <laughs> I paused, came out of my flesh, went into the spirit. Absolutely not. <laughs> because belief is, is a set of things that you can establish as to be true. Mm-hmm. And you live by that. You live by those beliefs. That's what an atheist does. But faith, it sees what you can't see. Mm. Mm. Faith is the invisible, it's power to see reality, the true reality. That's right. Belief doesn't do that. Mm -mm. That's right. So, you can believe in anything. What is the requirement to wait on the Lord? Faith and obedience. That's what he told them. You need to have eyes to see what you can't see. 
and I need to have obedience in my waiting to still, okay. Hold this, Pastor. Just, just hold this. There you go. It's four things in your wait. Long for the Lord. Uh-oh. While you're waiting on the Lord, long for him because you know he's coming. And you, and you are waiting. You know, you're supposed to be waiting. See, and it doesn't matter how long I know my love is coming for me. I'm longing for him. <laughs> See, but the initial onset has to be that because the father wants to catch your eye, Dina. Mm -mm. See, it's nothing like when you catch the eye of your lover. And he catches your eye. And you're both, you both meet eye to eye. See, and there's a longing to get. That's okay. right. The four things in the wait. To long for the Lord. To listen to the Lord. To look for the Lord. And to live for the Lord. Am I waiting? I'm going to look for you. I'm going to long for you. I'm going to live for you. And I'm going to listen. Because I'm still obeying your word, even though things don't look like it's working out on my behalf. Because there's a testing in my longing and waiting for you that is going to develop God's character in me. Come on. See, your, somebody hold this. See, your character has to be developed. The character of God, his characteristics have to be developed inside of you, and that's only in the wait. See, he's not going to come with you. See, you, we, we pray, but it's not, a, it's not by faith that we're praying. It's by my circumstance I want this to be over. That's right. See, you, you're not praying because this is my life and because I long for you, Lord. Mm -mm. I live for you, Lord. See, see, you are praying because I want out of this. That's right. <laughs> he said, this is a reason why you're going through why you're going through. Is because you need to see that, that pressing, that mm -hmm. wine press that you spoke the about. That, that, that anointing. See, that oil press has to be in my way. I need to see. I need to see that is my lover really my lover? Mm. Do you really love me or do you love the things I can do for you? That's usually it. I need to see is your faith towards me true faith I need to see that you're really longing for me or your lungs to come out of your situation my financial state my mental state Lord I will praise you yet more and more yay though it appears that I am being slayed that's what we yay to I will too. praise that's you right. yet more and more right. he said there should be a jubilee type of joy there should be a celebration type of joy in your wake because you know that your Redeemer is near and he's coming. See, but we are not, we, we are celebrating only when we come out and then you say the Lord is good. Mm -hmm. Is he still good while you're in it? In the fire, he's real good. Woo. There has to be true faith, house of God. There is a huge difference between belief and faith. How do I wait? I wait in faith. 
That's right. Even though all the storms of life come against me, he said, even if the whole earth be removed, I still will yet praise my God. So when things that, I mean, it looks the worst. See, the enemy wants to make you think that it's over. Aren't you still living? Can't, can't you still declare the works of God? Yep. See, but your situation get you so that you can't even open up your mouth to the goodness of God. So you, you start declaring, this is why God does not show up. He said, because your way is no longer for me, but you're waiting to serve not me, but the enemy. That's right. Because with your complaining and you can't sing to praise me, he said, do you think I will come and deliver you to serve the adversary? Mm-mm. Woo. Do you think I will come to deliver you to serve the adversary? See, your waiting should be to serve me. This is the true waiting in God. Is that no matter what I go through, no matter what I experience, whether it's in the body, out the body, whether it's people, my foe, my friend, my family, I will still, see, I won't be moved. I will stand. He said, I will stand and see. The salvation of the Lord. I will see my deliverer. I will see my deliverer. See, I will see by faith. I will see. Amen. This is why you won't be delivered. This is why God said, I can't hasten and come to you. Because your cry is not for me. Your cry is for you to come out of your situation. Amen. You don't don't love me. You're not yearning for me. You're not longing for me. My presence. You are longing to be freed from your situation. And you're already free. If you would. But yet praise me. But if you would yet praise me. He said, because when I deliver you, and for those that wait on me, he said, you will not be put out to open shame. For those that wait on the Lord. He said, because my name is on the line. You will not be put out to open shame. Because if you put out to open shame, you didn't wait on me. He says, it's time for you to stop waiting and depending on man and people and friends. And also sometimes even yet yourself. He said, but it's me that you are to wait on, Renee. He says, stand fast and see your liberty. This is not time to cower down and stop praising God and Oh, I'm just going through my my motions. And then God, God, he, he don't have anything to do with motions. He, your emotion, he, he's spirit and you are spirit. Come out and stay out of your emotions. Please. Harry. You understand, I'm just going through right now. No, God said he's brought you through. 
No, you got to understand that I'm just having my moment. No, God said, well, let this be a moment of rejoicing. <laughs> and Woo! not a moment of sorrow. God's hands don't move by sorrow. His hand don't move by your cries. His hand only move by those who believe wholeheartedly in him. He said, this is what moves the hand of God. If you want to truly experience the joy of God, the presence of God, you have to get into the reality of who you really are. And to do that, you must really say that, Lord God, today is the day. And to me, the altar is only open for those for, that really need to. I'm saying need to because still there's some are sitting here and you're not waiting on the Lord. And don't yoke yourself with unbelievers. It don't mean with sinners. It's those that don't believe. If you yoke yourself with unbelievers, you're going to start believing and talking just like they talk. You have to yoke yourself with people who are full of faith. It's not about being perfect, but you you are aware and you are entangled with a perfect God. You're at a ministry that requires you to, if you say that you're a Christian, to actually live the life. And it's a victorious life. Why do you want to be in a place that doesn't require you to be victorious? Do you want to be in a place that, that really comforts the sadness of your woes and make your woes and sorrow feel welcome. They're not welcome here. We are really calling you up to a higher place higher than your situation. Don't you want a better life? Don't you want a sustaining better life? Not up and down and Today is good, tomorrow not so good. But God has already provided that for you. Through absolute faith and obedience, you can really wait on the Lord. He said, then he gives you a new strength. See, this is the change. The change is that you have a new strength and a new power that you didn't have before. That causes you to overcome even this that you think is so great. There's no temptation that has come upon you that God has not already provided a way out. Now praise your way out. Praise your way out. Break down every wall around you, every dismay, every disappointment. Only you have control over you and no one else. I really pray that the word of God that you heard today has brought you to a place of reality with true faith, a true relationship. Now, if you decide to refuse to enjoy the pleasure of the Lord, That's a sad case because it's available.
you can take hold of the joy of the Lord today, this very moment. The altar is always open. Time for our giving, tithes and offering. For those who probably have already given, thank you. Pastor and I thank you very much for those who are just hungry for God. And there's nothing like loving the word of God. I'm telling you, it takes so much for me to sit in that seat. I'm, I'm like, Dr. Keller, I want to run. I want to scream. I want to shout. It's some things just so unimaginable humanly. But I think about what I want to do. But there should be a joy in the Lord that you have that sometimes people have to sit you down because he's just that good. I don't know what half of us are waiting on. God is just so good to us. See, now you, see you're waiting on your situation to get better to praise God. It's going to be too late. You're waiting for things to be right at home, money in the bank, all that. You're waiting for all that to be right. And God has provided you more than enough. If you're in your right mind, you have a reason about health. Oh, you have more than enough. For God is truly worthy. He's worthy of all the praise and all the honor. Minstrel, as we um, prepare, I know we passing have to, to close. Uh, you have someone you have to close? Minister Brian. And as he, after he closed, come up, Minister Brian. Play something, a song of celebration, because I tell you, maybe sometimes, you know, the word of God, sometimes you just got to pick people up and throw them in the word. Play he's able. Do something. I mean, they, we need something to help people to really see to get there. I mean, because the enemy has cloaked some of our minds to where we just can't see how good God is because of our situation and circumstance. I tell you, I'm going to share this real quick, Pastor. We were watching, uh, our minister Melvina and I was watching um, a movie, and it was called, what's it, Behind Closed Doors? Behind Closed Doors. It was really about women who had been abused. I mean, one woman punctured lungs, broken rib. One woman was a lot of um, verbal abuse, emotional, all these different things, real bad. And she took this man back. He left, came back, beat up again. It, it happened so many times. I mean, it just... I mean, truly, she was black and blue. Hot, I mean, went to the hospital, all these things. She'd go to court. He went to prison. Get out. And it was like maybe three or four different women. And only one of the four was the only one that really stood true to that this is not good for me. And she was going to never take him back. But the other three, they were saying the same thing. I know he's not good for me. That's why they would have the police keep coming to the house and keep trying to, you know, give her protection. And, and then the man would beat her up again or, you know, mistreat her again. 
They asked her why. And then she would sneak out and go to dinner with him. He was sending her harassing phone calls and how he threatened to do things. And they back together with her again, Pastor. In result, they asked her why did she keep taking them back? She said, I mean, she was, I mean, well up in age, she seemed like she was 50. I don't know. I don't know. She said, it's like, he's a drug to me. I'm addicted to him. I'm addicted to a life that's not good for me. I know I'm crying and having a, a I'm having a, 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 a funeral over what's not good to me. I'm mourning and I'm crying over what's not good for me. I don't know why I don't want a better life. This is what we're doing. God has given you a better life. And I'm mourning and crying and, and I'm depressed and oppressed because what wasn't good for me, I don't have anymore. I don't know why. I'm just addicted to what's destroying me. Come and close this ministry. 